You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Hello, welcome to episode number seven of The Food Code. Um, Happy New Year, first of all. Yeah, this is the first one of 2020 and a new decade. I can't believe it's a new decade. Honestly, though, everyone keeps saying that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know about you, but I felt no magic at midnight. (laughs) I felt actually a lot of not magic the next morning because I drank too much wine for the first time in a long time. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so today we wanted to talk about supplements um, and not like workout supplements, but more so Things that through research and studies and blood work from clients and just, you know, from blood work from ourselves too, which Liz is going to get into in a second. Um, what are common deficiencies of vitamins and nutrients um, and what are pretty safe to supplement with and some signs and symptoms that you can watch out for. And then our, you know, favorite recommended brands. We are not affiliated with any of these brands of supplements. We do not get paid for giving this information or recommendations. These are not prescriptions. These are simply recommendations and information that we wanted to share with you because the more you know, the better. Hopefully one day, though, we will have a supplement company sponsor us. But for now, we sponsor ourselves. We're working on it. But I do have to say, I have an affiliate link for First Form. So sometimes I will get a little kickback from that. But it's just really like credits and stuff for me to try other products. So don't forget, we have to start with our tip or trick. Yes. And so Liz (laughs) has the tip or trick for today because it has to do with the first supplement we're going to talk about. It does. Yes. So I'm really excited because I got this frother. If you guys have been following me on Instagram, Liz Roman Nutrition. Um, If you're not following me, you should definitely follow and Becca too. Mm -hmm. But... I have been making my protein coffee with this frother. Now, a couple of things here. These things are powerful. So I literally had like a tornado of protein coffee all over the kitchen the first time that I used it because obviously the batteries are new. Things things brand new. It's super, super powerful. Uh, But I would definitely recommend getting one. They're like 10 bucks on Amazon. And they're awesome for mixing things. So I've actually even started mixing my greens and my reds with water. It's like two seconds it's just like zip, and it's all mixed together greens perfectly. and reds are from first form by the way people yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that's like a bonus yes one but um yeah so if you like to make protein coffee or you just like to have a little frothy foam mm-hmm. maybe when you put creamer in there grab one of those really easy to clean really quick i absolutely love it i'll link the one that i got from amazon in the show notes you're so fancy. Liz is the fancy one. She has all the gadgets and all of these like essential oils and they're saving I just, my life. I aspire right now. to be like Liz one day. I'm telling you, I have been feeling under the weather the last couple of days and essential oils are saving my life, along with Dayquil. So Thank if God. you guys if I sound funny today, this is <laughs> I have not been feeling awesome. But I have to give a shout out to doTERRA because I did take their on guard blend yesterday. And Art told me that I smelled like black licorice, but <laughs> they have a couple of different ones that like you can either digest or put on the bottom of your feet, put on your mm-hmm. stomach, stuff like that. And that has been helping. Um, I was really, really sore, like in my tonsils, like the node area here. Mm-hmm. Is right. Lymph nodes. I know yep. you guys can't see me. Um, and That's then, a good thing today, guys. I look homeless. Yes. No makeup, messy bun, I hair is up. Match right now. Nothing. 
You actually don't match, which I is don't. hysterical. <laughs> Normally, I thrive. I like. I really pride myself on matching. And today, I am wearing a velour burgundy hoodie and like some it weird really green. It is. It's very soft. So yeah. well, you know. I'm just like in all black sweats. And I told Becca, like disclaimer: if you're coming to my house today, just don't expect anything fancy because I feel like death. Our cleaning lady but comes tomorrow. <laughs> we are here, so we're excited. Um, let's jump into this. But first, we wanted to kind of talk about. Uh, supplements as they are supplemental to a healthy diet yes, and lifestyle. Absolutely. They're not magic pills. No, they are not. They will not fix. Well, they could help fix some stuff. They can help with symptoms and that's why we're recommending. To, you need to have a basic foundation of a healthy diet yes. in place first. Like it's like the fat pills. Like people think if they buy this hundred dollar fat burner, which is really just a laxative that they can take the fat bill and then eat a it's bunch of pizza. Like speed. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Increase their metabolism, all the stuff, or really what's happening is you're just running to the bathroom 10 times. So yes. just know that these are not like any sort of magic pills or potions. These are just mm-hmm. generic things that we believe are supplemental to a healthy diet lifestyle. Yes. And of course, as always, you should speak with your physician if you have mm-hmm. specific concerns or questions and that's yeah. where you can get blood work done. So if you think after listening to this that maybe you have a deficiency in one of these things um just i would i would reach out to your doctor and ask for blood work to be done and you know common things tell them you're fatigued tell them you struggle to wake up in the morning like whatever the symptoms are your doctor should listen and if they don't listen find another doctor totally yeah i told you how i had um i gone i went to my ob and my annual checkup was like i don't know three months after i had marcus and i asked her for a full metabolic panel as well as hormone panel. Mm-hmm. She's like, why would you want that? And of course, as we're ending the year, I had already hit all my deductibles. So I think the more information that you have is like more data yeah. to know. Um, and she's pretty good about doing the things that I ask of her, but I also have to be pretty stern and yeah. let her know, like I've had the conversation that I need to know my free T four and free T three, like just mm-hmm. testing like the regular TSH total T four doesn't give me doesn't much information. Anything. Right. No. So I am very adamant and like (laughs) stern about them doing that. And so they did it. Um, And interestingly enough, my vitamin D came back extremely low. And this will segue into the first supplement here. If you guys live in a place like we do, it's gloomy and cold here in Chicago in the winter. We don't get much sunlight. Yes. Um, But it was really interesting to see that come back really low because I had also been feeling more tired, been feeling like my joints were aching. And mm-hmm. first I was just kind of like chalk it up to like the fact that it is cold outside. Yeah. Um, you know, the weather has been back and forth having children's rheumatoid arthritis in my background. The weather does impact mm-hmm. my joints. Um, but my back was also really hurting. And while my performance was strong in the gym, I just felt more sore. So on a range of like 30 to hundred, so every blood test that you get is going to have different ranges depending upon the lab. Yep. Um, theirs was 30 to hundred. I was down at 32. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the doctor for this particular lab range said, you know, you need to be above 50, 50 yeah. to 80 ideally. So every, everyone is different, but Anyway, so let's dive into that. Let's talk about vitamin D Mm -hmm. um, because unlike other vitamins, it functions like a hormone in our body and every single cell has a receptor for vitamin D. Um, So if we are outside and we're getting sunlight and we're sun tanning, one of my favorite things to do, lay in the sun with a good book. Except after children because then you get zero sun. Just wait. You you have to be in the shade with them. And so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? We haven't we're not there yet. We are gonna yeah. have to pull this summer. Right? Yeah. So um anyways, when we are outside and we get that sunlight, our body can 
makes it from cholesterol when our skin is exposed to sunlight. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also found in certain foods that we'll go through, but fatty fish, fortified dairy. um, And, but really we don't get enough in our diet just by itself, especially if you live in a place where there's no sun in the middle (laughs) middle of winter. So it's interesting. I looked up some research here. It's estimated that about 1 billion people have low levels of vitamin D in their blood. And this was actually an older study, but I couldn't find a ton of new research. But 2011, they showed that 41.6 of adults were deficient. Mm -hmm. And in certain um, ethnicities, it was even higher. So Hispanics were around 70% deficient, and then 82% of African-Americans were deficient. And that's because of their skin color. So when you have darker skin, you tend to have a tougher time getting enough vitamin D essentially. Um, so having some common risk factors here, having dark skin is one, um, being elderly as you, as you age, your body does not absorb in, uh, nutrients and vitamins as well. And so it's just harder for your body to maintain healthy levels of them. Um, so elderly struggle with vitamin D again, same thing with being overweight and obese. When you are overweight, you tend to have a harder time absorbing proper nutrients because you typically have some chronic inflammation going on in the body, um, which can impair the ability of your body to break down nutrients and vitamins and take them in. Um, Not eating much fish or dairy, obviously, since those are two of the main sources of vitamin D. Um, Living far from the equator where there's little sun year around um, is a huge one. Like Midwest. Midwest, (laughs) Chicago. Um, Always using sunscreen when going out. So we understand, like we want to protect the skin of ours. We want to have that beautiful, flawless skin when you're 50 years old with no wrinkles. But you need sunlight. And when you wear suntan lotion, you do not get the penetration from the sunlight. So they say about 30 minutes in like midday summertime sun gives you the recommended intake for your needs for vitamin D. So if you were, you know, it's summertime, which is not right here. Um, but if it is summertime, then it, it helps to get outside without suntan lotion. And finally, staying indoors becomes a risk factor. So in today's society, unfortunately, we don't venture outside as much. We work inside a lot. We're behind computers all day. Sadly, our children are doing video games now instead of going outside yeah. and playing and all of that. And so I will force my child outside. Ugh, lock playing the doors. outside was my favorite I thing. I know. To we used do to like have to be forced inside for like yes. my parents would like chase me asking me to eat food because I was like, I'm just gonna play outside all day. Yeah. Um but I hated yeah. it. It was like you have to come home when at dusk and I was like, No, I don't want to come inside. Can I just stay out? And like, when I there were like no bargain. cell phones. So yes. like they never knew where you were. Yep. God, that would never fly today. Yep. Um but anyway, so those are common risk factors. So Liz is gonna cover kind of some signs of yeah. what this can And to. I mentioned a couple of these just from how I was feeling before, but fatigue, having low energy. So at that time, I mean I was sleeping even though I have uh, a six-month-old, he sleeps really well. So I was sleeping a good seven to nine hours a night and mm-hmm. still feeling really fatigued. Um, joint pain, back pain, getting sick often. So if you're someone who's chronically yep. getting sick, um, I would even say if you notice that you are more sick when you change jobs or things like that to increase your vitamin D as you go into those different situations or maybe mm-hmm. you're around people like on airplanes, um, things like that. Feeling depressed or just kind of blah, like in the wintertime, I would call it like yeah. the blues, right? Yep. Um, so I do increase my vitamin D during the winter months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you have muscle pain or hair loss, hair loss is another really common sign of having low vitamin D. Yep. So let's talk about supplementation. Um, first and foremost, I would recommend getting a baseline um, yeah. blood work yep. right now from your doctor. This is 
pretty common. All doctors should be running this for you and they should be advising you to take vitamin D. I think the caveat here is that some doctors will just give you a 50,000 IU prescription to take once a week, Mm -hmm. which is pretty ineffective. Um, You cannot like, yeah. You can't, you can't store absorb. it very well. Yeah, you can't store it very well. You can't absorb it. So we recommend taking it daily. Um, 2,000 IUs is required just for maintaining good blood levels, according to Chris Cresser. We love him for some of the research that we do. Um, and he recommends like an optimal range. And I'm going to say, again, this depends upon the lab and the range of that blood test. But it would be above 35 to 50. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, personally I will recommend to my clients if they are really low to daily take between like 3000 and 5,000 mm-hmm. IUs, 6,000 to 8,000 in the winter time. And guys, I gotta be honest, as much as I try to <laughs> be great with supplements every day, I'm not. So on days that I have skipped my vitamin D, I'll even bump that up to about 10,000 IUs. Yeah. Yeah. So Ideally, you get a lot of this from food. We are all about whole food sources providing you what you need, Um, but supplementation can help. So some foods that are high in vitamin D, salmon, herring and sardines, cod liver oil, canned tuna, as you can see, lots of fish and seafood, um, egg yolks, mushrooms, and then fortified foods. So like cow's milk, soy milk, orange juice, cereal, oatmeal, things that are fortified and add vitamin D to it. Um, So the problem is, is that it is very hard to get enough vitamin D from these foods in a day alone. Um, So we recommend when you do supplement with vitamin D, you do a vitamin D3 K2 blend. Okay. So the reason that we do K2, K2 actually helps with absorption and it helps prevent vitamin D toxicity. So if you're worried about overdosing, which can be pretty tough to do, um, the, the K2 will help with the toxicity levels that could occur if you went too high with vitamin D. So we really like Zoo Nutrition, Zhao, <laughs> Zhao, Z-H-O-U. You tell us how to pronounce that. But anyways, we'll link it. Um, they have a great vitamin D3 K2 blend. That's what I take. It's pill form. Um, and Liz takes first form. So I believe that's a liquid one, right? Yeah. So this is their liposomal vitamin D that just came out. I really like it. And then from a liquid standpoint, I also like Thorn Research. They have mm-hmm. a dropper. The dropper is pretty frustrating. I can't lie. That's <laughs> one of the number one complaints about it. So I actually just switched over to the liposomal first form vitamin D. And I've been taking that for a couple of weeks. I like it. Um, tastes yeah. like orange. Yeah. So I do the vitamin. I like the pills. Um, so, okay. Vitamin D is number one. Number two is magnesium. So magnesium, there are few compounds more important to overall health than magnesium. So over 300 enzymes in the body utilize magnesium, including every enzyme associated with ATP. So ATP is basically our energy production and how our body produces energy. Um, It plays an important role in bone and cell membranes. Most Americans are deficient in magnesium. And a lot of us that take multivitamins daily, they don't contain enough magnesium to prevent the nutrient deficiencies. Okay. So um, it's hard to contain, get as much as you need from foods because the main source of magnesium comes from nuts. Um, and we know nuts can be a little dense in calories mm-hmm. and fats and especially polyunsaturated fats. So um, you want to keep a pretty good balance of monounsaturated, polyunsaturated, and saturated fats in your day, kind of like a three, like a one third split among the three of them. Um, and so if you're trying to get all your magnesium from nuts, one, you'll probably take in a ton of calories and two, you're going to be kind of skewed on that, on that balance. So, um, some common signs of deficiency, Liz, you want to cover those? Yes. 
So this is something that I've actually dealt with personally. So I love this part. Muscle cramps, heart arrhythmias, tremors, headaches. I know a lot of people who suffer from chronic mm-hmm. headaches and magnesium yep. is huge here. Acid reflux, um, as it's associated with asthma. Hypothyroidism. So I have Hashimoto's, um, which is more on the slower end. Yep. Um, hypothyroidism. So the magnesium that I take helps me go to the bathroom every day. Without it, I don't go every single day. You know, it's important to understand that there are different types of magnesium as well. And so you would want to take certain forms of magnesium to treat different things. So there's a lot of different types of magnesium and some are more bioavailable than others, meaning our body can basically absorb them easier than others. Um, So a big one that most people see is magnesium citrate. Um, So that's the one like uh, natural calm, the powder variation uses magnesium citrate. It's mainly for like relaxation purposes. Um, Magnesium oxide is for constipation and headaches. So some forms of magnesium, this is why you have to check, can have you run into the bathroom. Okay. (laughs) So just keep an eye on what types you're taking in. Um, If constipation is an issue, magnesium can be a natural form of a laxative that essentially you can utilize. Um, Magnesium sulfate is what people think of as Epsom salts. So, you know, Epsom salt baths are great for like muscle relaxation and detoxification. And it's actually also a pretty available form for absorption for our body because it's seeping in through the cells of our skin um, when you're taking that bath. So what we recommend is magnesium glycinate. Um, This is basically for like sleep and general health. So the reason we recommend it is because because it's the most absorbable form and it has the fewest side effects. Like we talked about pooping. Um, so good ranges, 400 to 800 milligrams a day is pretty good range to shoot for, um, from a combination of foods and supplementation. So unfortunately most people get like 250 milligrams or less a day from food. So we recommend about 400 to 600 milligrams a day is an ideal range for magnesium. Um, but magnesium is, so important and it's a pretty safe supplement for most people to take yeah i always recommend calm it can Mm -hmm. actually help with constipation too but anytime you introduce a new supplement i always recommend kind of um tailoring it up Mm -hmm. so you would start with half of the recommended dose which is um two teaspoons Mm -hmm. teaspoons not tablespoons people um because you will be in the bathroom (laughs) pretty quickly so i would recommend starting with half and then working your way up to the full dose but calm is also very good for people who struggle to fall asleep at night Mm -hmm. because it is relaxing um, and they have some other supplements in there to help you fall asleep so in terms of brands honestly most of these we're going to recommend zao nutrition is a great one pure encapsulations they have a magnesium glycinate um and thorn research are kind of like and then first form are basically the four companies that we trust with supplements like we're not going to tell you 18 different brands because that wouldn't make sense if it's a good company making good brands of supplements it's going to be that brand of company for all of them um but yeah those are the main brands and both zao and pure encapsulations have good magnesium glycinate yeah and then the calm is just a powder that you can get you can grab that at any grocery store usually they even make gummies if you don't Mm want to do the powder Um, But typically it's recommended to take that calm at nighttime. And if you really struggle to fall asleep, they have a special one that is calm for sleep. So you can get that one as well. Yep. All right. So moving on, number three here is zinc. So zinc is an essential mineral that's imperative part of many psychological functions, including structure in certain proteins and enzymes and regulation of gene expression. So it plays a big role in our immune function, Mm -hmm. protein synthesis, 
wound healing, DNA synthesis, cell division. It's really good for skin issues and it can actually help with acne um, as it assists in proper structure of proteins and cell membranes, improving wound healing, anti-inflammatory effects, and protects against UV radiation. Again, this is from Chris Cresser's um, research that he's done on zinc, but there are several, several studies that show dietary zinc may reduce acne. Um, almost as effectively as some antibiotics. So if you're somebody that has a lot of acne issues, you might want to look into zinc as a more Mm -hmm. natural remedy for improving your acne. So, yeah. Um, Some signs that may show that you're low in zinc. So unexplained weight loss, wounds that won't heal, like Liz talked about, has to to do a lot with like our cellular function. Um, So that impacts obviously our body's ability to recreate uh, skin and heal wounds, lack of alertness, decreased sense of smell and taste, diarrhea, loss of appetite, open sores on the skin, white spots on your nails. Um, So some stuff that obviously, and then like immunity is a big one that I see. Um, So with people that get sick a lot, zinc is a huge thing with immunity and helping boost your immunity with its ability to help in terms of cellular function so very imperative um and it's a especially for females coming off of birth control um zinc tends to be a huge issue with um deficiency wise because unfortunately birth control makes us deficient in a lot of different things a lot of different um so some dietary dietary sources of zinc that are best absorbed animal sources Um, so where it essentially is not bound to phytates as in plant sourced meat, um, unfortunately you cannot get zinc from many plant sources. Um, you have to get it from organs, organ meat, kidney and liver, red meat, beef and lamb, seafood, um, seeds, wheat germ and wild rice also have small amounts of levels in them, but the biggest amounts you're going to be getting are from meat, organ meats, red meat and seafood. So, um, shellfish especially. So, these are our biggest animal sources of zinc. Um, recommended doses. Currently, the recommended dietary allowance for zinc in the U.S. is 8 milligrams a day for men, women and 11 milligrams a day for men. Um, we personally like zinc picolinate. Um, it is from Thorne Research Labs. Uh, it's a 10 milligrams that I take. I take the zinc. Um, I recently had some blood work done as well, and zinc was one of the things um, to help because my progesterone levels are super low. So mm. if I ever want to have a baby again, I need my progesterone levels to be in the right place. Amazing so, what blood work will tell us, right? Yes. So zinc's kind of the big one um, that can help, especially for females. So next, moving on. We are going to talk about vitamin C, one of the very common ones that yes. most people know. Yes, I'm taking a lot of vitamin C right now to yeah. help my immune system. Mm-hmm. So vitamin C is important to um, just your structural components of the body, all of them actually, and maintaining levels of glutathione, which is our master antioxidant. So formation of collagen, absorption of iron, our immune system, wound healing, and maintenance of cartilage, bones, and teeth. Therefore, we need to supplement with vitamin C to maintain adequate levels because the body does not store it. Mm-hmm. So I know some people who take um, multivitamins, there will be some vitamin C in there, but we want to make sure that you have enough. So you can check your multivitamin if you have it. Yep. Um, you can usually absorb about 400. Yeah, that's about the saturation level for people. We usually recommend 500 milligrams to a, to a gram a day. Yeah. So... Um, some deficiency signs. So 30, there's not a huge, like as much as I would say of magnesium, but about 34% of men and 27% of women don't get enough. Um, especially elderly autoimmune and those fighting chronic illness because 
unfortunately, they tend to have a tougher time with absorption. Um, so rough, bumpy skin is a sign, bright red hair follicles, damaged skin, easy bruising, slow healing wounds, painful and swollen joints, poor immunity, weight gain, and chronic inflammation. So I as you can see, like a lot of these are kind of intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of them have to do with s- skin and hair, which have a lot to do with cellular rejuvenation yep. and um, our body's ability to basically rebuild cells and then inflammation. So chronic inflammation in the body has a lot to do with painful swollen joints and immunity mm-hmm. issues. So these are all intertwined. So when we're getting enough from a well-balanced diet, you don't struggle as much. Um, but again, we're talking about these things because even with a well-balanced diet, some of these things are hard to get. Yeah, so just like we said, from a recommended daily intake, obviously food first. You want to focus on that. Um, So there are some things that you can do. Half a cup of sweet red peppers will give you about 95 milligrams. One medium orange, about 70 milligrams. Half a cup of strawberries, my favorite, (laughs) 50 milligrams. And then one cup of spinach has nine milligrams. So not as much, but hopefully we're consuming more than one cup of of vegetables and spinach, (laughs) right? So again, as Becca said, we recommend 500 milligrams to one gram of vitamin C each day as the saturation range is around 400 that you can actually absorb since you don't store it. Um, There cannot really be any toxic side effects. Like most people don't OD Mm -hmm. on vitamin C. Um, If you're taking a lot of it though, you want to space it out throughout the day just to avoid diarrhea. So if you're sick, um, you know, like the other night I took an emergency Mm -hmm. and the next morning I would take one, but I don't want to take multiples in one sitting. Um, So emergency has about one gram in those little packets of vitamin C. You can also get the immune booster, which has zinc and it has mm-hmm. vitamin D and all these other ones we've been talking about, if you can see a trend. Yeah. Um, and, you know, vitamin C is just, it's, they've actually, they've actually had studies that show its impacts on cancer. Um, so they've, they've done certain research studies that have basically done like extreme levels of vitamin C to help combat cancer. So like I said, not easy to overdose on vitamin C, um, recommended intake. I know Liz, uh, loves the first form. Um, so vitamin C, basically the first form form is liquid. It's liposomal. Yeah. Just like the vitamin D. Mm -hmm. So that basically helps. Um, improve your nutrient uptake yep. compared to pills. Yeah. yeah. And um, absorption rate. So like with the vitamin D, I'll usually put that under my tongue mm-hmm. and let it sit for a little bit. Um, I personally just like taking things in liquid form as one. I just don't like taking a lot of pills, but yeah. I do feel the difference between yep. regular pills and liquid form. Yeah. So the last uh, vitamin that we are going to cover, vitamin slash nutrients, is going to be B vitamins. Um, so the reason that we brought this one on is because most people, especially you know from our experience, um, do not eat enough protein. Uh, they come to us, they're eating less than 100 grams of protein a day, um, even at like, you know, 150 to 200 pounds body weight. Uh, and so the main source of B vitamins is protein, um, red meat especially. And so if you are vegan or vegetarian specifically, uh, you want to be supplementing. So there are actually eight different type of B vitamins. Um, they're all water soluble, which means your body doesn't store them. So you must take them via diet or supplementation each day. Each B vitamin does something slightly different. Um, but the general application of B vitamins in the body needed for conversion of nutrients to energy. So when our body consumes food, 
that food breaks down and is utilized for different things in the body. So B vitamins help with that conversion process. Um, they're important for cellular signaling, metabolic function, DNA production and repair, um, red blood cell production. B12 especially is needed for neurological function. So they've actually done a lot of studies on um, B12's impact on like Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, so those are some big things that it can help with. And unfortunately, a lot of mental disorders um, like Alzheimer's and dementia are irreversible. So getting ahead of it um, and making sure that, you know, you're looking out for all the signs and getting your blood work done regularly can help prevent those types of things. Um, and then special populations, pregnant and breastfeeding, um, extremely important because one of the B vitamins is choline. Choline is extremely important for baby's neurological development. Um, you should be, I actually took a separate choline supplement when I was pregnant. Um, and then breastfeeding, elderly and vegetarians and vegans, like we mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah. So some common signs that you guys can look out for if you feel that you may need a little bit of support with vitamin B is if you're having just onset suddenly of anxiety and depression, other psychological conditions. So maybe you're just feeling down. You haven't been feeling like yourself lately. You're not super energetic like you were previously. Um, that can be a sign. Anemia. So this is something when you go to the doctor, they're typically looking for this as well. That's your red blood cell count. Mm -hmm. um, that was something I struggled with during pregnancy. <laughs> um, and so I had to take a separate supplement as well for B12 and skin disorders. So like any rashes or cracks, um, especially around your mouth. Uh, making sure that you are supplementing with the right B vitamin for that one particularly, mm -hmm. and then brain fog or memory issues. And here mm -hmm. I think, you know, this is important to look at other things in your diet as mm -hmm. well, like gluten, they can call that the grain brain. There might yep. be other underlying factors besides yep. just you Absolutely. Know, taking a B vitamin, but those are just some common deficiency signs. Mm -hmm. So some recommended daily intake that you can get from food would be pork, sunflower seeds, chicken, tuna, lentils, organ meats again. So if you guys notice this trend here, organ meats are showing up a lot. This is why you have to supplement, guys, because organ meats are gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never eaten liver. Yeah, my grandma loved it, and <sighs> I could not stomach it. But anyways, other, okay, so beef, mushrooms, chickpeas, salmon, avocado, yogurt, leafy greens, eggs, dairy, and other seafood or fish. So again, the common trends here shellfish <laughs> you know like we mentioned the salmon the healthy fats the egg yolks the avocado yeah. so just making sure that you're eating a well-rounded yep, diet basically i mean with b vitamins that's the thing so the b vitamins we put last because it's a very specific you know specific populations and because most people tend to not eat that much protein and so if you're eating a well-balanced diet you probably don't need a b vitamin supplement um but again each b vitamin is gotten from different things. So that's why that list of foods is so long because there's eight different B vitamins. Um, and so you're going to be, you know, each one is provided by different foods. So, and each all also has a recommended daily amount and they vary. Um, so usually if you find a reputable B complex and stick to their dosage, you'll be totally safe with the amount that you're taking in. Um, Pure Encapsulations has a B complex. That's pretty good. They have both a liquid and a pill form. Um, but yeah, so B vitamins, like I said, eat a well-balanced diet. You shouldn't have to worry about this one as much. Um, that's why we put it at the end of our list. And then we have a bonus one. I love bonuses. I do too. Don't you love bonuses? All right. And I know that some of you who followed me for a while, at least you're probably sick of hearing me talk about this, but actually I get a lot of questions, um, about the greens that I take because I love the first form OptiGreens. And 
I wouldn't share this with you if it wasn't something that I truly swear by because I understand they are a little pricey, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but I do personally feel the difference with my digestive system. Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, going to the bathroom is not an everyday thing for me naturally. So I have to be very conscious of taking certain supplements such as the calm magnesium taking the opti greens and then staying hydrated so just with Hashimoto's that's kind of one of the side effects that I've always had so the reason why I like first form number one is they don't taste like garbage no they taste pretty good they're very good I'm gonna have some later when I get home yeah they are awesome too when I travel like I just guys I know that not all of you eat enough vegetables and greens do not Make it okay to not eat vegetables, no, they guys. Do not. They don't, but they can help in situations where vegetables are harder to come by. Yes. And we get that. <laughs> so, and also, just a side note about pooping like, you should not be straining to poop. Oh, yes. You should, pooping should not be a war. Like, you shouldn't be buckling down and like having to hold on to things or having to get one of those, one of those things called, you put your feet up. Oh, I thought you were going to say an enema. I was like, oh, no. Well, yeah. Hopefully you're not <laughs> having to do enemas either. But some people really oh, they squatty really potty? Do. Squatty yeah. potty. Squatty potty. Yeah. No. Um, pooping should feel fine. It should feel like a, you know, it should, should be feel natural. good. It should feel natural. You shouldn't be spending 45 minutes in the bathroom. And if you are, like, get off your phone. I was going to say, I think especially on for the task men, some hand. guys just yeah, like to, like, guys. create space and be in the bathroom. Anyways. But, yeah, pooping should feel not like it's a battle. <laughs> yeah. Okay? It should feel comfortable. Yeah. And make you feel better afterwards. So if you struggle with pooping, just know that there are other things that can help you. And then it's mm-hmm. not normal and natural. And so, you know, there's a lot of things you can do looking at processed foods, looking at yeah. hydration levels, yeah. right? Um, amount of fiber that you're getting into yeah. your daily dietary intake. But with the greens, I love them because they just help me stay regular. And I notice that for my digestive system. So first form there are they're a blend um they have eight different grasses and greens all of them are organic non-gmo no synthetic soup anything like that um, but they do have some phytonutrients and digestive enzymes as well as probiotics yeah. um, to complete this greens powder so i would just recommend that if you do one struggle with getting enough vegetables into your day like mm-hmm. majority of people do or if you travel a lot these can be really good I also double dose when I travel just because I am going to be exposed to so many other germs and, Mm -hmm. you know, being around people on airplanes and airports and all that kind of stuff. Um, So I will double up when I'm gone. But I also just know that eating on the road while you can get a salad or steamed vegetables at a restaurant, you know, it's just not your normal routine. Mm -hmm. And so these I really feel like help keep me regular. I actually noticed I was taking them pretty consistently for a while and then I stopped taking them around the holidays. Mm. And I noticed a difference. Interesting. For sure. Yeah. I'm going to start taking them again today. I feel like a little bit of a jerk to myself because I've just been feeling kind of crummy the last couple Mm -hmm. days. And when I looked at back my routine between Christmas and New Year's. I know. 100%. It's everyone. Like I had, I like to take the greens in my post-workout shake. Yep. I'll usually do my fruit. It's called Fruit de Loop. It tastes like Fruit Loops with the greens and the reds. And um, I like that post-workout. But I was at the gym maybe three or four times and either just forgot it or whatever, like life happens, you know? And so I was just kind of off of that routine. So I also noticed a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been double dosing the last couple of days and I feel like I'll kick this cold pretty quickly. But, you know, if you guys have questions, please reach out to us because, you know, we know there's a lot of information on the market and especially right now, you're probably being bombarded with buy this supplement, buy this package, buy this pill shake detox Mm -hmm. whatever and here's the thing guys nothing can cure 
fat loss the way that changing lifestyle and a good dietary intake will yeah. cure it, right? Yeah. There's a reason why marketers are so good and they're making millions of dollars selling you, you know, false promises and all of these things and half of the shit you probably don't even need. So if you saw yesterday, I did a red flags to look out for when hiring a nutrition coach. And the number one thing was supplements. Are they required? Mm. And even these things that we talked about today, I will only recommend these things if a client is having yeah. specific if they issues. A lot of different symptoms that like seem to be all kind of intertwined to a, a certain common deficiency. Yep. Like I, and that's why we ask our clients more than just what was your weight this morning? Yeah. What, you know, and like, it's usually, how do you feel? How is your energy level? How is your sleep? How is the bathroom? Like w- that is a requirement of <laughs> what we ask our clients. Like how many times do you yeah. go to the bathroom a day? Yeah. Because Every that's single week. Important. And yep. so being able to identify kind of red flags in terms of deficiency signs and safe supplements yep. all of these are very safe supplements to take yeah because um, there's a lot i mean there's a lot of them out there oh like gosh. when you really go you can go into a big rabbit hole here right with yes. supplements so we wanted to just give you our top five yep. certainly there was a few that were kind of there with number five but mm-hmm. we chose the vitamin b complex because yep. we really believe that that can be helpful for many people mm-hmm. um and again the greens were just a bonus but yep. if you guys have questions if there's a specific supplement that you want us to take a look at um please reach out we'd be happy to review yep. that again it's all going to be it depends yes, <laughs> based that upon is always our answer your it lifestyle depends. and what you're doing um and then i just want to run through really quickly some of those top brands that we can leave you guys yep. with that we really like. So the first one is Zhao Nutrition, Z-H-O-U, mm-hmm. Pure Encapsulations, Thorn Research Labs, and then First Form. And First Form has a lot of different ones. So Awesome. Cool. This, was, this was a very informational podcast. First one of 2020. We want to drop some knowledge bombs with yep. you guys as much as we can this year. So thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to educate you and help you improve your lifestyle. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share this with your friends and tag us on Instagram at lsn.coach. And if you would do us a personal favor, favor, what did I just say? Personal favor. Liz is not feeling well today, guys. I am totally <laughs> off of my game here. Do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. This will help us grow and reach others, which is really cool because we just found out that we have three listeners overseas today, which is awesome. So thank you for being here and we will be back with our next episode of The Food Code next week. 